Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> I took the GM out! Monkey Wrench has been and succeeded! Oh my god! Are you I wasn't okay? even trying! I was trying to move over to the freaking table! Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh my god. <laughs> In Forge of the Dragon Lord, our party embarks on the most traditional of adventures, raiding the lair of a powerful and ferocious dragon. But this is no ordinary dragon, and the Vault of Embers is no ordinary lair. Dragons are ferocious and greedy creatures, red dragons doubly so, protective and vengeful in the extreme, plundering a red dragon's lair is a task reserved for only the bravest or most foolhardy. Within the Golden Archipelago dwells not just one, but dozens of red dragons, including the vengeance-crazed Pyre. From within his lair, the Vault of Embers, he assembles an army of dragonborn and war golems. When his plans are complete, he will unleash his army upon the Dragon Queen, who crippled his wings long ago. The party will need all of their wit and skill to infiltrate the vault and defeat the maddened dragon, for only the incomparable heat of Pyre's forge will allow them to melt away the adamantine shell of the fallen star and unlock the secret hidden within. So, because the DM is very bad at knowing when he is and is not recording, <laughs> oops, the very beginning of the episode got uh, got opted out to kind of recap what happened and where we were at when the episode actually started. When we left off in the last episode, we were in Ormix's um, little workshop thing. He was another artificer that was almost Mercer's match, according to James. He's not. <laughs> I'm better. Uh, when they came back out of that room, they discovered a wall that had been welded and shut in place that was blocking them off in the direction that they originally were heading. So instead, they backtracked, came back to the barracks where the kobolds were all at when they first came in, blew open a door that had been uh, welded, rusted, and corroded over, and basically was a second wall. And when they b blasted that open, came down a hallway to the kitchen where uh, they decided to start collecting up uh, any spare food that they could find in order to have more rations and stuff. That was where they found the dragon salts that they needed to find. And where the episode begins is right in the middle of a fight when they've discovered an Audiog in the pantry eating any food that, uh, that they can find. So I'm going to do a better job of trying to record properly <laughs> moving forward. Uh, my mistake. <laughs> and uh, here's the rest of the episode. Wow! I'll hear about it tomorrow. Yeah, you'll definitely want to cut that out. Hey, save it for bonus content. No. What? Celine's turn. Uh, oh, Celine. Uh, 
Uh, Celine. Celine is going to, uh, she's going to shift in front of Mercer, uh, Firebolt, and There's then... a table right now. Well, like, kind of like, in the same right line here. as the back, but she can still, you know, from up above. Okay. And Firebolt. Alright. Ooh. Ooh. That's going to be a... Does a 12 hit? No. Ooh. Oh, she's like, oh, that didn't work well, and scoots back. Alright. Esther's turn. Somebody getting cold. A little bit. I'm good, though. Alright. Esther wants to go home. <laughs> okay. Can she... With the sapphire. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> She's just along for the ride, man. She's going to be a skid farmer someday. It's great. So, she's going to move, I guess, in front of Celine so she can see the thing. Well, Celine, Celine moved back. Oh. She moved up, fired, moved back. Okay, cool. So, do I have line of sight of the bad thing now? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, we're going to hit it with... Uh, I probably shouldn't do that. I don't want to kill Zavak myself. I love anybody were to kill her. I would prefer it be me. I guess no consideration until the very moment. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we'll just cast Magic Missile at third level. Could I borrow 2d4? I shall give you the dragon scale one and the black one. Yes, thank you, sir. You know which ones the D4s are, right? Shut up, man. <laughs> They're caltrops. Exactly. They're the don't step on me. Duh, caltrop. Especially Ooh. mine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. Mine will definitely draw blood. That meme is always funny. You see a picture of a D4 and it says, Oh, you stepped on Legos? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> 23 points of damage. All right, let's <laughs> Mercer still has the high damage. You said 23? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. And uh, now it's its turn. Had Lockdown oh, hit it, it probably would have died from that last hit. Or Celine. <laughs> Get your stuff together. Alright. Get your act together. So, since Zabak is the only one that's right there. It decides um, to eat Zabak. Oh, kinda. First, it makes a bite attack. Oh, man. Which it, uh, it fails horribly <laughs> on. So, oh, consider God, yourself. What? Yeah. Oh, yes. Consider yourself extremely lucky. It hurt itself in its confusion. <laughs> um, and then it swings both of the uh, crazy-looking tentacle arm things. So first one, that's an 8, so that misses. Yes, it does. And then that's an 18. Oh, crap. But wait. The back's AC, my love. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's a 17. Oh, yeah. No, honey. Okay. The back's AC is 19. 
plus another, oh, 20, because she's raging. She's a plus two to her AC while she's raging? No, she's already at 19. You don't get a bonus for raging with your AC. Oh, that's right. It's against specific. Never mind. My bad. But yeah, still 19. Okay, no. so it doesn't hit at all. No. Perfect. So it's Lockdown's turn. Now he's just outright pissed off. <laughs> um, the hammer. Commence, commence poking the bear. The, the hammer he got, that did extra lightning damage, right? It did the insidious whispers. Which was what? I thought he got one that did lightning. Uh, no. Uh, it's Insidious Whisper, so bonus action, DC 13 Wisdom save, and, uh, or it's Frightened. Because I have a long sword and a light hammer. And I was te- I was teasing him last game session because he can use a long sword and it'll do more damage. Okay. <sighs> well, this isn't worth doing, uh, Using that up just yet. So. um, Use it, throw it, got a long sword. (sighs) He's more about trying to do extra damage right now. He just doesn't want to be showed up. That's what it is. Versus, like, there can only be one glass cannon in this party. It goes, all right, wise guy. Pulls the hammer out, and you start to hear that humming sound. Five, ten. As a standard, as part of his attack action, he's going to use Booming Blade, and then as a bonus action, he's going to use Thunderous Smite. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, that's going to be a dirty 20 to hit. Oh, yes. So, 1d4 plus 3. So that's 5, and then <laughs> Thunder Smite does 2d8 or 2d6? should be, I think it's 2d8. I believe it is too. I thought I had my spells up, but I didn't. Oh, I can look it up. Too. <laughs> You're a horrible person. Thunderous smite. 2d6 thunder damage. So 2d6 thunder and 1d8 thunder. 6, 7, 8. That just went. So how much did he do? Yeah. Huh? How much did he do? How much did he do? Thirteen points of damage. Mine was only a cantrip. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. He's really pushing it. This off locked on, isn't he? <laughs> and then this thing's got to make a strength saving throw and fails horribly, so it gets knocked. It doesn't, it just gets get busted back into the wall and gets knocked prone right where he's standing. And he goes, Maybe I don't need to move. 
And it becomes Mr. Mercer's turn. Mr. Mercer. Um, at this point, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20. Can he kind of can he kind of shift in? Cause she he's in two squares. I'm not sure where he's at. Right here. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. How bad is this thing looking? Bad. Oh. Good. So he's going to roll you. Because he's using a ranged attack in melee, he has disadvantage, but because it's prone, he would have advantage, so it's a straight roll. Mm -hmm. yep. So he just finger right up next to it. Not the pistol. Oh, it's, 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 yeah, he's using the arcane pistol, but he's, uh, right, you know, right next to it. And that's going to be a 16 to hit. That hits. Eighteen points of damage yeah. as he just goes, boom. So that was like that that moment where a gangster goes to shoot somebody and comes right up and does the execution style to the head. Yep, it's pretty much what Mercer just did. The whole execution style right up to this thing, boom. Good night. And he goes, and that's how you do it. And then he goes and rummages through for food. Nice. That's not been. All right. So give me an investigation check. <coughs> ah, uh, that's going to be a 13. You find one thing of dried oats that would make for a single trail ration. Okay. And two things of cured uh, meat that is marked in a small barrel as salted wyvern. Yeah. It's food, you'll eat it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, well, look around, guys. We gotta, we gotta stock up. We gotta rummage through all this crap. Esther did better than her back with a 13. Did she find anything? Celine is like, I'm not going anywhere near that thing. Uh, she, uh, who, who was it? Zabak or es Esther? Esther. Esther finds another uh, small jar of dried oats that would make for another day's trail ration. Nice. You want me to mark this down? Yeah. Did Zabak also investigate? Yeah, but she got, like... Oh, she got a ten. She finds a single... Another single jar that says uh, salted water. Hands it over to Mercer. Hold on to this. Yep. Mercer looks up a sapphire. I recommend you helping looking for food. We only got enough for uh, a round of everybody for a single day. Oh gosh. He gets to looking around and he. Starts to realize how tall this room really is. Flutters the wings out, flies up. Oh my. Comes up to a shelf. Mercer leans over to Esther. Don't look up his robe. <gasps> Man! I saw you! Shut I saw you! Did, did Esther see anything? 
Yeah, his pants. Oh, man. <laughs> Mercer's messing with her. <laughs> I took the GM out. Monkey wrench has been and succeeded. Oh, my God. Are you I wasn't okay? even trying. I was trying to flip over to the freaking table. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Apparently, it's the table. Uh, uh, that was a chair. Mission accomplished. I thought you racked your head on the no, table. No, he just missed it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I caught myself at the table and went, as soon as I realized the chair was going, I'm just like, ah, fuck it. Oh my god. <laughs> I forget what I was reaching over here for. I don't even remember, man. Um. Oh. I don't know. Um, but uh, he comes back down with two barrels and he goes, <laughs> Hang on. How did you do that? Pops it, one of them open. He goes, I used my wings. I fly. Don't you know how a bird flies or a wind drake? Man, or... I mean, yeah, but like, does Esther have wings? No. It's because of his dragon ancestry. No, it's because I took draconic flight as a feat. Well, yeah, but it's... I mean... You have to be dragonborn to be able to take it. Esther's like, I just haven't learned to fly yet. I'm a little bit jealous. And then he has, because of his gemstone ancestry, he has gemstone flight, which is a single thing he can do once per long rest. But those are spectral wings. But anyway, he pops them both open, and it's... Uh, 11 more pieces of... Uh, one, of the, one of the barrels is six more pieces of salted wyvern. And uh, the other one says uh, salted. Uh, what's that thing called? Oh, it's not over there. Salted there it is. Hang on. Salted rainbow something or other. No, salted Drake. Yeah. From an ambush Drake. How much? Uh, five pieces. Yeah. Essentially, each piece would be the equivalent to a trail ration. Yeah. So it's like some form of jerky. That's fine. That gives us uh, 16, so three days worth of food. Better than none. Yep. I thought you guys said you stocked up from the the from the, the room on the ship, the, the oh. vegetation room. Yeah, but that was, that was a little, like, it was enough for, like, a couple days. We'd been traveling for, what was two full days just to get here. And then we had a whole nother day in here. So, I mean, realistically, we, with all the fresh fruit and stuff like that, it that wouldn't is last true. That You guys long. did take quite a few long rests with the hut and everything. I remember that. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, we may have, like, a little bit left to spare, but not enough that it makes a difference. Yeah. All right. Mercer hollers at the back. You're on food duty. Shoves it all in her bag. All right. I'm just looking at the two maps. Oh, that's where that comes from. Okay. Alright. So you guys found food, you found the dragon salts. Come back out. I assume you're pursuing this way then? Yeah. Okay. Two uh quote quote tanks to the front, followed by Mercer and Celine. 
And that's for bringing up the rear. Alright. Did Esther blush? A little bit. <laughs> Not that you can really tell because she's like a reptile or whatever. Oh, jeez. Alright, so you guys get back out into the hallway. Ooh. This back is Mercer's up. horrible. Hmm? Mercer's horrible. Oh, Britney Spears is. Come on. What? You guys. Well, no, just for the fact that he played on our weakness and then gets distraught when it's just pants. <laughs> Lord. Mercer's like that horrible younger brother. He is. Yeah. And that's why he's Esther's best friend. Alright. So, first things first, I need an investigation check now that you guys have delved farther in. That's going to be a 27. Oh. For good old Mercer. And a uh, solid 19 for Celine. And an 18 Assuming for you need one from that far back. Uh, well, from this angle, Mercer will see it. Celine won't. Uh, Esther and Lockdown can both do... Or not Esther, I'm sorry. Zabak and yeah. Lockdown can both do investigations. Esther's too far away yeah. to notice it. Esther, or Zabak got 18. Okay. So Zabak will see it. Uh, Lockdown will see it as well. You guys all notice some unusual arcane sigil. And as soon as Lockdown sees it, he puts the hammer in front of Zabak and goes, Wait! Ah. That's not good. Oh, this is it. Asking, like, what it's an arcane trap. Uh, no, it's an arcane trigger. That is um, going to cause the floor to go if it's not disabled. Well, disable it. Can I get to it? It's on the far side of the trap, so you walk onto the floor to get to it, you're going to trigger the trap. Oh, that's all right. He'll be fine. Let him go. Mercer's like looking around. Uh oh. Is there? So it's on this wall, and you can tell that it triggers oh, this area. Never mind. Celine, or as they're talking, Celine hears it. Goes, oh, I got this. Walks forward. The spell's magic. What's the range on that? Uh, it's like 30 feet, 30, 60 feet. No, sorry, 120 feet. <laughs> okay. So if it's fourth level or lower, it's automatically, or sorry, if it's third level or lower, it's automatically just spelled. If it's fourth or higher, she has to roll a uh, check. Which is DC 10 plus uh, spell level. Um, well, in order to disable this one, she needs to do an arcane check. If it's magic, it's just dispelled. It reads here that you have to do an arcane check in order to try to disable it. Then it's not actually magic. Because anything magical gets dispelled by the, the magic. Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm just, I'm reading what this says. No, you're right, the dispel magic took care of it. She's like, yeah, it's taken care of. Moving on. Nice. Now, here's the interesting. When she does that, you see, like, almost like a... Uh, uh, a, uh, a 
a grinder on steel, hit real quick and these sparks just kind of go out from it with a little puff of smoke. And then similar to a spike floor where all the spikes shoot up out of the floor, you just see a multitude of small little shocks of electricity all go and then fade away real quick. Like it brightens the room up really bright for a split second. Shocking, she says. (laughs) Electrifying. Uh, So then you guys come around this corner. So as they're walking past, by the way, just in case it's actually like etched in the stone, Mercer takes his dagger and slices across the stone and scratches through where some of the rune was at. Just in case. Okay. Wise. So you guys get right here. Um, yeah, Mercer, Mercer, Zabak, and Lockdown all see this. Possibly. Uh, an investigation of a 24. <clears throat> yes, you guys all see where this trap right here has been sprung and shot out. Mm-hmm. It's two beams that shoot out from the sides of the wall and crush anybody right in between mm. it. It's blatantly obvious, especially to Mercer being the tinkerer, that it's malfunctioned and now broken. So this area right here is going to be treated as difficult terrain while passing through it. Okay, that's fine. As you guys approach it, um, everybody can give me perception checks. Eh, Not so hot. I perceive everything. Zabek rolled a natural 20. And Esther got a... 14. Selene got a 14. Mercer got a 12. Ooh, Mercer. Perception is not his uh, yeah, no. strong suit. Obviously. Anything in the intelligence bucket, he's golden. <laughs> Wisdom, on the other hand, yeah. not so much. Obviously. Alright, so as you guys approach, you see... Dragonborn sitting at this table playing cards and standing right here in front of a stairwell leading down is a war golem. Okay, so here's a real quick question for you. Hmm. Do the Dragonborn have they noticed us? Because again, good old Mercer, as soon as he sees them. Uh, pew, 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 and just starts blasting them. What'd you say Mercer rolled for his perception? Tw- uh, Twelve. Twelve? Okay, Mercer didn't see them. Okay. Yeah. Here are my ways back. Hold on. Wait. Actually, it's probably the trap and the difficult terrain that's making it hard for him to see. Ah, uh, he's short. No, he's right staring at your uh, butthole. Oh! She can breathe through it, you know. Just don't crap dust him. Whoa! Too late. <laughs> A thousand years of pain! <laughs> no! <laughs> Mercer swears it on his mechanical contraptions. Oh my lord. Oh wow, those birds are happy. Oh yeah, quit raining. It was like three minutes after I clocked in this morning, all of a sudden I just hear the heaviest downpour I've ever heard. 
red droplets like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially where all the uh, sunlight or um, sunlight skylight. Um, skylight skylights windows were at on the ceiling. It echoed throughout the whole building. And I mean, it just, it sounded like somebody dropped an endless supply of ping pong balls right on the floor. Just going and going and going. Just like, whoa. Okay. And then it stopped like a minute later. (laughs) Yeah, I heard it. And so I opened the door and I stuck my hand out. Alright, so where are we at here? Where's my drink at? I don't know, babe. My big mojito drink? Oh, it's on the in the bag on the floor. Is that what fell over? Yeah. Um, okay, well Mercer didn't see the the two uh, dragonborn guards. So it's back, you know, makes him stop and you know, gestures back up and back up. How do you guys want to handle it? Well, if she's gesturing that someone's there, Mercer's going to try to weasel his head through and look. She na- she she reaches to grab him to haul you back. So we can formulate a plan first. Mercer shoots first, ask questions oh, later. Jesus. I'm not even gonna roll, she doesn't make it. Alright, so Lockdown kinda looks at you guys and goes, wait. Let me go in there and distract them. And as soon as you see their backs turned, do your boom, 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 whatever. And Mercer gives them a thumbs up for the finger guns. Lauren, I did do that. You did. <laughs> Mercer with a big old grin on his face, just like. Oh boy. He's rubbing off. Oh lord. <laughs> you know, at some point, Lockdown is just gonna turn around. And Bash you with the hammer, right? At some point. <laughs> like any good younger brother, he gets like, he's gonna get smacked at some point. Oh yeah. He goes, does anybody have any rope? Uh, Mercer pulls out like it's like thirty foot. Okay. So <clears throat> Lockdown turns to Esther and Zabak. Get one. Well, oh, do stop. it. Stop. <laughs> hey, the wind blew it away. Looks at Esther and he goes, I'm going to use the rope and I'm going to tie up your hands in a way to look like you're bound, but it's going to be an easy slip knot. Esther, Esther remains stoic and yet you can see her pupils dilate. <laughs> she and I are going to walk you in to make it look like you're a prisoner. Mm-hmm. She looks at, uh, es- he looks at Esther and he goes, you hold her axe, but hold it right in front of you so that she can grab it from you. You mean he looks at Zabak and tells... No, he tells Esther to hold the oar okay. so that the minute uh, Zabak right, pulls her hands away, she can just grab the axe and go. Right. I, wait, I thought you... Okay, who are we tying up? Zabak or Esther? Zabak is going to be tied okay. up to make the look like a prisoner. Said, I thought you said Esther would be tied up. No. The back is getting tied up to look like a prisoner. Esther, being another dragonborn, is going to look like an assistant to... Yes. Vanity, you look disappointed now. Yeah. And when that happens... Yeah. If you guys are on board with it, 
Lakdan folds his wings down over his shoulders like in gargoyles. Yeah. And does that reverse, that revert thing to where he makes himself look like a red dragonborn again. Nice. Should Esther be disguised as a different color dragonborn too or not? No, because there's other colors of dragonborn. It's just he in particular is a gemstone dragon. And nobody has ever seen a gemstone dragon, ever. Sweet. We have. Yeah. Spoiler. We have. All right. Let's do this. No, it's just Mercer being Mercer. Yeah. All right. Jeez. I'm ready with you, our man. Oh, All right. Oh, so Mercer prepares. Uh, at the point of the first guard turning his back. Mercer is going to scorching ray him. Yes. Alright. And Celine will um, cast uh, Dishonored Whispers on the same one. Yeah. Alright, hang on a second. Let me get this up here. I'm just letting you know that's what we're doing. Right. I'm. Well, I'm getting the books out because I've got multiple... Mister will be ready with magic missile at the soonest opportunity, man. What's interesting is the stats for a lot of these dragonborn are different than the typical stats for a dragonborn. Does the uh, are the dragonborn that we see are they exactly as we see them with with metal armor? Oh no. Um. I need. I need. To no, know. you see them wearing leather armor. Okay. Well, because because it, it makes it makes a big difference. Yeah. What she's I, gonna do. Oh, I knew what you were planning. Well, I know that's what that's what I'm saying because she will she will cast uh, discernment whispers at second level. Mm. All right. So, Locked On leads the two of you in. He goes, hey, got a prisoner and under orders to uh, bring to Pyre. Thank you. Well, Esther being there is like, what? yes, legit. I was one off from failing that deception check. <laughs> well, Esther was supporting you. I mean, by being like your... Well, no, it's, it's his, it's his uh, deception versus their insight. Well, wouldn't the chances be better because he's got, like, a hench person with him? No. No, because you could be walking in there with big old uh, goofy grin on your face and could totally just blow it. Fair. So they both... I'm over to here. You guys get led in. And they start talking and everything, and... What's going on with this whole riot? I don't know. I just know she's supposed to bring her in and everything. If you guys could, you know, unlock the door. And he starts to edge his way over to here. And I'm like, what the? No, we're not just going to unlock the door. What the heck is your problem? He goes, oh, with all the stuff that the, the kobolds are doing, you don't want anything to, you know, I don't know, blow up. Oh, it's, yeah, no, as soon as their back was turned. <laughs> Esther with the magic missile. Alright, so I need to know who's so what. So, green boy here, bar one, okay. uh, needs to give a wisdom saving throw for one. 
be a 12. Uh, that's a fail. Okay. Um, I'm assuming a... Can I close that up? I'm assuming a 12 misses. To hit? Or will I have advantage on my tax because they don't know we're here? Uh, yeah, you will have advantage on this. Sweet. Tax. Okay, so I will re-all re-roll all those to see. Yeah, this is basically a surprise round that was preset. Okay, so a 20. That's that's my lowest lowest roll. Okay. Okay, so all three scorching rays hit. Are you hitting the same guy with all three yes. rays? Okay. Yeah, I'm intentionally focused firing. I'm trying to kill them as quickly as possible. Two, four, six, plus a D8. So from Mercer alone, five, ten, 17 points from Mercer. Total? Yeah, they were garbage rolls. Oh, wow. And then from Celine, 13 points psychic, and he has to move his movement away from her. Because that, that was the saving throw of 12 did not. And Esther bringing up the, bringing up the rear. Yeah. Don't. How much? Is it 17 and? Uh, 13. So 30 altogether between the two of them. Okay. He's not going to move because he's dead. Cool. Oh, are they both dead? No. No, just the first one. This okay. guy, fall down, go boom. Okay, well, Esther will hit the other one with the full force of her magic missile. Right. Now that, wait, Esther is Thir going to? 13, yeah. 13. On this guy? Yeah. 13 points. Bam. Um, okay. He's still up. Uh, locked on and... Esther is still there. Lockdown immediately swings at the war golem. And I think uh, I think he hits. Can Zabak take a swing? Absolutely. Oh, he missed. Dang, those guys are hefty. Yeah, they are. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. That's going to be 24 to hit. That's a hit. Yes, it is. So you see this awesome, like, turn as she's getting ready to cast magic missiles. So back is like, give me that. Bop! <laughs> That's going to be 15 points of damage to the same one Esther hit. He's still up, isn't he? Wait, what? No, I can't reach him, so it'll have to be the golem. That's what I thought you were doing, was trying to hit the golem. Yeah. So yeah, uh, 15 points of damage. No, sorry, 16. This is a plus 5. Okay. Me. Dang it. Sorry. Right there it is. I didn't realize I pulled out the green. So there's that. And then. She did how much with the magic missile? 13. Was it 13? Mm hmm. All right, now it is officially initiative. Yeah. 
Or sir. 13. Esther. Excuse me. Esther got 17. Celine? Uh, 11. Is it back? 18. And then these guys. This is going to be horrible. This is going to be awesome, man. Well, we'll, no, we'll see. I, I have a feeling I know what Mercer's about to do. I know exactly what Mercer's So, about to go. it'll go locked on again. Then uh, Zabak. Then Esther. Then Mercer. Then Celine. Then the War Golem. And finally, the last standing Dragonborn. Well, assuming they don't get killed before him. Um... As I will say this now that uh, Zabak and Esther are going to hold their attacks until after Mercer has gone. Okay. I think you guys are thinking I'm going to be doing something different. Um, well, do your thing. Well, that's fine. I'm just saying. So, he goes first. Yeah. So, Lockdown's wings come out, he grabs the war golem and flies up to the ceiling and tries to pin this guy against the wall and is struggling with him. Okay. So these two are up here at the moment. Interesting. Okay. Fine. And then... Well, Zabak is holding her turn until Mercer. Right. And then it's Esther who's holding her action until so Mercer. So Mercer. So it's Mercer. So Mercer reaches into his bag, grabs the dagger. Go for it. While the guy is, has his back turned to him. Catapult. Oh! Which dagger? The one that does the 2d8 uh, freezing damage. So he's putting a dagger in the dude's back. That's <laughs> cool, man. So, so he's got to roll a what? He's got to roll dexterity saving throw. It's going to be a five. He no. fails. So dagger's a d4 plus the 2d8 freezing plus the, what, 3d6 catapult? No, 3d8. So... Well, the dagger itself is going to do a d4. Correct. Plus it's 2d8 two, two frost damage. Right. Plus the catapult, which is 3d8. So 5d8. Plus the... Uh, D8 for uh, the artillerist. So 6D8 and a D4. 10, 19, 21. 22 points of damage to the dude as he takes a knife to his back. I was expecting a lot more damage from that. Uh, so yeah, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 dice roll less than half. You only killed him by about three points past his current hit point total. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one <laughs> I mean, of those you, things you, where... You killed him, but it's like you put all of that into it and you just barely killed him. See, now, see that would have been a killer roll because right there, that's 20, 23, 27 points. So, I mean... But you win. But still, he's just like, catapult. <laughs> Back to his back. 
So he just kind of looks at him like. That's cold, man. <sighs> <laughs> he just shrugs at her. He's like, "What? There's an enemy. Killed him. And I used up the dagger. So." And it is Selene's turn. Uh. Can she still see the uh, yep. the golem? Yeah, because the room and the hallways are all the same height. And he's give a wisdom saving throw. She's casting vicious mockery. Pretty sure it failed. Yeah, I got a zero. Okay. So it takes uh So yeah, it takes uh five points psychic damage and it has disadvantage on its next attack. Alright. So that should help Locked On out. You said five points? Yes. That's... How far do you fly up? All the way to the ceiling. Which is? 20 feet high. Drop him. Really? Why do you think I came up here? I don't know. Don't really care either. And then he, he looks back down and goes, Might want to stand back. As this thing, well, this thing's got to try to take its turn. It's at disadvantage at the moment to try and do a single slam attack because it's, well, if it's grappled. It's got to free itself before it can do anything. No, it can, make an, it can still make an attack, but it's... Uh... So grapple target, grapple speed zero, uh, the condition also, uh, and it can't, uh, a grappled creature speed becomes zero and can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. The condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. The condition also ends if the effect is removed. Yeah, so it's, it's just right now it's speed zero, that's it. Okay, so it can still try to attack. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to do the DM call and say that since it's grappled, it can't exactly just kind of go... Well, it has disadvantage anyways because of Vicious Mockery. Oh, yeah. Both attacks or just the first one? Just the first one. Okay. So first attack. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that misses. Yeah, that misses. I forgot to write in his alternate AC, but yeah, he misses. And the second one, yeah, second one misses. So it comes back to him. Um, okay, so you'd know this better than I would. Falling. It's a D6 per every five feet. Uh, or is it ten feet? Ten feet. So from twenty feet up, it's going to automatically take two d six. Was it bludgeoning damage from falling? All right. So he's kind of got this thing pinned against the wall, and he goes, Bye-bye. "Bye, let's go." And this thing's and it takes nine points from falling. So. Three, <coughs> and then 
locked on just goes, eh, the heck. <laughs> Shoots it with a uh, fire bolt. And does seven more points of damage as you just see it gum go. <clears throat> and now there's this hole where the thing's body was at. So it's a head, two arms, and two legs. Nice. Sweet. Uh, Zabek, I need you to collect that up for me, please. All right. And as Lockdown comes back down, he goes... Yeah, that door's still locked. We need to find a key. Oh, man. Mercer walks over to the one he knifed in the back. Starts investigating it. Uh, With a uh, 13. And Celine checks the other one. Uh, And that's going to be a 4 for her. Or 5 for her. So you do find the keys. I'm assuming you're also checking the guards, right? That was the guards. That was the two dragon more we were checking. Yeah. yeah. So along with the keys, you don't find coin, but you find silver and copper jewelry on each of them worth about 25 gold per nice. guard. Okay. <clears throat> and... Um, And uh, Lockdown looks at everybody and he goes, do you guys want to keep going or do you want to take advantage of the moment and rest? We're going to take a moment to rest. Yeah, I don't want a power nap. Not that I need one. Um, Celine's like, I can cast the dome again. I don't care. I don't know, I don't know. And we got eight hours. All right. And while we do that... I'm going to restart my laptop. <laughs> no, something it's happened, a, like, all of a sudden... It's purified stevia leaf extract. It sweetens this drink. That shall remain nameless, because they're not sponsoring us. Alright. So the eight hours go by. Do you need a minute? Yeah. All right. Yeah, for some reason, my, uh, where my files are stored, just all of a sudden it's like, nah, I'm not here. So, in the room, after we've we've searched the guards and got the key and stuff, um, and while Selena's in the process of casting Lehman's Tiny Hut inside the room, Mercer's going to rummage around and see if he can find anything. Okay. Because the, the hut will fill up that entire room. Because it's a nine by nine, or a, a three by, I think it's nine squares, is it not? This is a 20 by 20. Okay, so it will fill up one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. So it'll fill up that section. But it'll take her a minute to cast. So while she's casting, he's rummaging. So 
And if you guys do it up on this corner, then you pretty much have blocked off anybody from being able to get through here or here with that HUD. Yeah, that's can't fine. go through it, right? Yep. <clears throat> but yeah, while she, like I said, while she's taking the time to do that, he's going to, uh, and that's going to be a twenty-one investigation. All right. of him searching, he finds a small little uh, hidden compartment built into the bottom of the desk. He's just like, ooh, pops it open real quick and finds an amulet. Defensive absorption, so you gain 10 temporary hit points off of it. Looks over at Locks. Looks over at um, Zabak. He's kind of going back and forth. You can kind of see like the, he's like torn. He's like. Mm. Any for your thoughts? Tougher for your thoughts. And this gives ten temporary hit points. I'm deciding between the two of you who is more valuable to. Oh, you can give it to Lockdown. Here. To Lockdown. Yep. Yeah. All right. Just in case. He puts it on and goes... It's active until it's used, right? Yep. Right. Alright, cool. Now, Mercer can also give me a straight intelli... Well, no. Um, I'm going to say give me an Arcana check. Not for anything magical, but to just think about something specific. 17. You know that certain golems, sometimes in order to control them, require something like an amulet Mm -hmm. in order to control them. That crossed your mind right after you saw him activate the amulet. Gosh dang it. Wait, what? Well, the problem is he blew the core out of the one that I'm assuming he could control. Because it was relative to the one that was in the room. Oh, no, that's not where I was going with that. No, the amulet was a dragon-forged arm of that. Oh. It's just, it's one of those things where it, it clicks in your head, I'm going to need an amulet on the possibility that if I build a good war golem, I'll need a way to be able to control it. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Does that make more sense? Yeah, yeah, I'm following. Okay. 
He's still, I mean, he's still wearing the one that he has that gave him temporary hip. Yeah, no, no. I'm not saying he needs that one specifically. I'm just saying when he saw that, he went, oh, yeah. Got it. I'm following. Yeah, because he's totally going to try to build one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I assume that's after you guys oh, get done with all of this. Of course. <laughs> you got a couple weeks downtime. What do you do? I have mad scientists to go them together. Yeah. As many as I can make out of all these parts. up making something with one really short and really long leg and a half crooked arm and, and an inexplicable egg. crab hey, claw. hey you know what though I program in it I program in it, it goes it's a strong pain <laughs> yes hey you should have said the small little arm hey crab I, I was thinking something more along the lines of like Igor or some sort of weird looking Oh no, he'll, he'll, he has enough components to put together probably one or two if, if everything goes really well. So he will sort the parts out for size orientation. Uh. Alright, yeah. Alright, are you good to go? Yes, I'm back up and running. Okay. Yeah, go. Not sure what happened there. That was odd. Alright, let me get back to that page. Bim, 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 bim. So you guys head down. You guys head down the stairway. And... Let me rephrase that. You start to head down the stairway. Uh-oh. And as you start coming down... You see another spot where another trap is now malfunctioned, mm-hmm. and it's the stairs themselves they have trapped to turn to create a, a stairway slide. to a slide, and they're stuck in like a halfway sort of position to where they're angled, and it's difficult terrain for you guys to descend down the stairs. Wow, so, with that being said, by, no, that's a platform. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, so... It's going to take Mercer three rounds to get down. Uh, All right. Um, we'll just go slow and stick together. <coughs> I need, for Mercer at least because he's the slowest, I need a, a dexterity save to avoid accidentally slipping and falling down the stairs. Now here's the caveat. So, before you were getting there, I was planning on basically using my Mithril Spear. Down. 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 Okay, so give me a dexterity saving throw at advantage. Uh, that's a natural 20. <laughs> so, uh, it takes so you 23. It takes you twice as long as normal, but yeah, you just... Lock Don's sitting down there, as well as Celine and Zabak and Esther, and he's the first one to perk up and goes, Short legs. Happens. Stilt stick. You gotta make it sometime today. Uh, give me about 12 more seconds. <laughs> <coughs> well, right. Being careful for once. It's a good thing, I guess. Personal growth. So you guys get down there, and Mercer automatically notices it because he's been talking about it. 
Um, you guys see another... Well, let me get you back on the board here. <clears throat> Mercer, unfortunately, is going to be at the back because he was the last one to come down. That's fine. So, <clears throat> Lockdown and Esther and Zabak all notice it. Uh, Celine halfway notices it because she's standing behind him. Mercer doesn't see it. So, Celine can give me a perception check. Ooh, that's, uh, that's a big negatory, sir. Unless a nine gets you. Nope. Lockdown kind of walks up and goes... Oh, if one of these things were portable, this would be such a nasty weapon. And you see him pick up a busted, like, oversized, uh, looks like an oversized crossbow, but it's a broken ballista. And he's like, oh. <laughs> As he picks it up, Mercer kind of looks like weasels his way and looks through. Oh, that that's totally going in the bags of back. In the back. In the back. Oh, all right, all right. Don't need to shout. Hot Don looks back and he goes, are you serious? It's broken. I can fix it. You can? I can make it better. I'll tell you what, these things aren't going anywhere. Can we at least wait until we get done? We'll pick it up on our way back. It's already on the off chance bag. something more important comes down the road. Well, I can just fish it out of the bag and swap it. This way I don't have to worry about it. All right, it's already in the bag. We're moving on. All right. Um, Plus, I can always make another bag if I absolutely have to. True. Um, so, Lockdown says he's going to explore down this way if you guys want to explore around here. No, definitely want to go check the, like, once we get, once we move up and we're all in the center mm -hmm. and Mercer can see the crates and the stuff in the water, he instantly wants to go and rummage through all the crates. Over to here? Yep. Okay. So, Mercer's over there. Lockdown is over here. Where is Celine Esther and Zabak at? She's gonna go help Mercer as well. Yeah. Okay. She's back up. Where's Esther and Zabak going? Yeah, we're back up. Alright. Celine got a 14. Alright, hold on. Mercer got a 10. Ow. <sighs> he hurt himself in his anxiousness. He did. Eagerness. Okay, so where you guys are standing at is a large sea cave with a stone quay that serves as the main entrance to the Vault of Embers. When the forge was up and running, ships and barges would come to carry away Pyre's mechanical wonders. Large metal cranes arc out from the quay. Over the water, ropes dangling in the salty breeze wafting from the ocean, the ceiling reaches up to 40 feet and the quay was once heavily defended so that no one would ever gain access to Pyre's factory. Enchanted ballista, riveted to stone floor, were aimed outward toward the cave's entrance, guaranteeing a swift demise to any would-be invaders. Squat sheds on either side of the cavern housed any small arms that would be needed in case of an assault. It's clear that the ballistae were turned on creatures inside the quay itself when the kobolds launched their massive assault here. Many unfortunate kobolds now lay dead in the room. <clears throat> this is where you guys get to give me a perception check. Gotcha. Mercer with a 
too distraught by the little cobalt's dead. Oh, man. Yeah. So much useless bloodshed. And you see a big old uh, ballista bolt out of, like, the center of one's chest. Oh, my God. As it's been harpooned to the wall. That's awful. I don't like cobalt. I hate him as much as the next guy, but, like, this is excessive. Alright. So, run it by me again. Who rolled what? So, so on the perception, Selene got a 21. Estrin's back perceive absolutely nothing. They're both All upset right. by the needless So just as you guys get to looking, something catches the corner of your guys' eye as you realize one of the ballistae in these little side rooms here that are up a little higher mm-hmm. start to move. Oh, crap. <clears throat> these two ballistas are now pointed right at you guys and you see two more dragonborn come from here and here. Oh crap. I didn't want to die today, man. Initiative. I'm going to die today. It's as good a day as any, I guess. Jeez. Nine and eight. Oh! That's what I'm going first. As a free action, Mercer yells, don't break the ballista! <laughs> Might not be an option! <clears throat> hey, guess what? We started selling merchandise. Check out the link in the description below and see what we've got. Punch, kick, claw, don't care, don't break it. I need one. You think you do. Oh, wow. Oh, I need one. It doesn't matter why. I just need one. No, that's a want. It's not a need. We had this conversation before. Everything's a need for Mercer. It is. He has no filter. He's a greedy little booger. He is. Gosh. Jeez. Then... It's possible that he may even try to scam his mother. Oh my lord. I thought he had some scruples. Alright. Being around Celine and all. Uh, Zabak. Right. Zabak got a six. Celine? Eight. Esther? Esther got a 22. And Mercer? Nine. No, sorry. Sorry. Eleven. Oh. Well, you all rolled different numbers. That's good. <laughs> This is going to be an interesting fight. A very interesting fight. I don't want to die today. Again, same thing. The uh, Dragonborn that we are looking at, are they wearing metal? Nope, leather armor. Okay, just checking. So, to go Esther. Right. Then one of the big bad guys. Then locked on. Then Mercer. Then Celine. 
Dragons back. And tailing up the end. The other set of Dragonborn guys that are attacking. So Esther, what are you doing? Looking up the details on this breath attack. Do we have any of our bottle caps around so I can mark the difference between your character and them? Not that I'm aware of. Attack. Huh? How do I do my breath attack? You just do it and they have to make a saving throw. Okay, what's the saving throw? I think it's eight. Uh, it's like eight plus your proficiency plus your uh, charisma modifier. I'll go with it. Uh, it's going to be 14 for my... Ice breath after I've made sure that none of my allies are in the stream. Oh, icy, icy death. Um, let me double check that real quick. Because I could very well be wrong on that. And I don't want to be wrong on it. No, you don't. You are a. <clears throat> Well, I, I want to make sure it's accurate. Mm -hmm. do, 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 do. Let me see here. The DC for this is 8 plus your con modifier plus your eight. proficiency. Okay. That's where I messed so up. 8 plus con. Ooh, 12. Okay. Alright, so. Um, I'm going to move so that I'm only hitting one big bad. Uh, this guy? Yeah, I'm just okay, going to so turn it. You just got to turn that way. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to be all over him. So, I guess, I guess, uh, what, save of 12? Yeah, so he just needs to make a saving throw at 12? Yeah. What's the saving throw? I don't know, because I'm, it's, uh, ice breath, I think. Wait. And use your breath weapon. Each creature in the area must make a saving throw, which is determined by your draconic ancestry. Uh, what color Dragonborn is, Esther? Bronze. Bronze, so it's a deck saving throw. This is probably going to... Yeah, he got a folk. Oh, okay. What he do doesn't I, have a dex. How do I roll the damn hitch? Um, I'm, or you... I don't think I've ever done this before. This is, it's lightning, so it's oh, going right. to be a 5 foot, 30 foot line. Uh, 2d6. 2d6 on a failed save. Well, yeah, you're not 6 level yet. Sadly. Oh, 7 points. I just belched some ice out. Take that! You, you said 7? Scoundrel, yeah. You said your There's the rain again. Yeah. It's lightning, by the way. <gasps> That's what I said. Yeah. said ice. Oh. And you said you did how much? Seven? Seven. I'm helping. I'm helping. Yeah. Seven. I'm helping. Hey, every point matters. Yeah. Nickel Switch and that dime. out for that guy so it's one less confusion to have to worry but about. But they can nickel and dime us as well. Ah. Alright, so that was Esther. Yeah. So... 
kind of hope this is getting picked up by that. It just sounds really cool in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, so the big ballistas. Oh no. This is gonna hurt. This is gonna be bad. Mercer and Celine. Oh, uh, Celine is dead. Oh, it's hit. I was just so, about to say, is he death saving throw? First one on sure. Mercer. It's a 14. Misses. Yes! And then Esther, or oh. not Esther, Celine. Oh. 15. Yeah, she's going to take it right to the chest. Oh, no. She, doesn't, she hasn't done mage armor yet. I rolled crap for damage. Well, thank goodness for that. She takes a whole five points of damage. Oh boy. As this nasty bolt about the size of a dagger just catches her. And Mercer sees the other one shoot past him. And just... Oh crap. That's mine, give it back. <laughs> Stolen property. Uh, okay, so that was their turn. It is now Lockdown's turn. How how easily accessible is the ballista from where we can see it? Um, it is not. You know you'd have to go up and around to the platform to get to it. But there's a hole, right? What do you mean there's a hole? There's a hole to, from where it's shooting from, right? Um, how's the best way I can describe this? Uh, so let's say this is the wall. And the floor I'm standing on is the platform that they're standing on. Yeah. The ballista is just above it, so he can aim it just up and down at you. Okay, are they are they like 30 feet up or like how? They are 20 feet above you guys because it's a 40 foot high room. <sighs> okay, so he can get there. <laughs> just take some doing. You'll find out in a second. Oh boy. Once it's his turn. <sighs> Arkdon's like, oh, gosh, you gotta be kidding me. I really didn't want to use this right now. He flops his wings, flies up 20 feet. <coughs> he goes, I'll try not to hit anybody. Oh, crap. He says that he intentionally hits Mercer. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Gonna need a new character sheet. Sorry. It's Mercer Jr. <laughs> ah, no! Shorter than Mercer. I kick you in your sheets. The shorter they are, the closer to the heck. <laughs> That's you why find I'm... out it's half human, half gnome. Ah! <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! Lord. Nasty. Oh, gosh. Alright. Where is this spell? Oh, it's... Hey, you're the one who's been trying to promote this relationship this entire time. It's called lightning. I mean, I I understand that they're both played by the same person. Well, it's not that it's you have brought it up a number of times, and he's flat out said no. Not really. That's not where this is going. He hasn't said he hasn't said it's not going there. That's what he said. We've discussed it. Maybe they both go riding off into the sunset at the end of the game. You never know. They're just putting their relationship on hold for now. It'll hurt less if one of them dies. 
as Mercer makes a mechanical golem cart that wheels them off. <laughs> Shrek style. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, so first guy that needs to make the deck saving throw. Would be this guy. No, he does not. So, see clouds form up above where you're at and three bolts of lightning hit right behind where this guy is at and he has smoke rolling off of him now. He's still up but he's like oh, oh. oh my god and can't point this thing up high enough crap Esther's like, and uh, oh. it's Mercer's turn okay so Mercer Gets angry. Mm-hmm. He goes like, save the one. And then he reaches into his bag, grabs out an alchemical explosion, and catapults it directly at the ballista. Nice. <laughs> at the ballista or at the guy? At the ballista. If he so, can't have it, no one can. Don't worry about the saving throws, just roll up all that damage. Because that explosion is still going to hit him. See, I want you. I want you. Oh and I want you. Do you need any extra D8s there, buddy? All good. Uh, mediocre at best. Twenty points. Damn. Twenty points all together. Yep. He's still up. The ballista is destroyed, but he's still up. If he can't have it, no one can. Mercer looks at him and goes, I am going to kill you. (laughs) You will too, man. He never jokes when it comes to murder. All right. What, what, What does he do to that? We'll find out on his turn. Cool. So that was Mercer's turn, so now it is Celine's turn. Celine's gonna look at the other guy on the other ballista. This one? Yeah, she can see him, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, she's he's gonna need to make a wisdom saving throw. Nineteen. Okay, half damage and is not... Fear. It was a three, and at the last second, it flipped to nineteen. And she cast it at third level. So twenty-one points psychic damage. Ouch! Damn. Yeah. 
She looks at him and goes, I'm going to kill you. I'm scared. And I'm going to make it hurt. All right. Now it is Zabak's turn. All right, then. Listen here, you little shit. That wasn't too bad, right? That wasn't too bad. Okay. Um, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Catch the tiger by its toe. I will hit the same one Esther hit. No. I'll go with the one that's closer to the DM. So this guy? Yes. All right. Zabak moves up. Zabak is enraged by this turn of events. So she moves up to right here? Yep. First attack. Oh, 18. That is a hit. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. It's only nine points of damage. How much? Nine. Yeah. Okay. For the first attack? Yep. Now for my second. Oh, almost a nat 20. So that's uh, 25 to hit. Yeah, that hits. I know it does. So close to max damage. That's going to be 13 points. Oh, wow. Yeah. He didn't like that. No, he did not. I suggest you leave before you die. Mercer's anger is rubbing off on everyone. It is. It is. <laughs> it's Threatening them all. Oh my. Come on, it's scarier than I meant it to. Did I scare you? Mercer just kind of laughs. I was talking to you, Mercer. No, it didn't scare me at all. Good. Takes a lot more than that. I know. Mabel just Celine quickly. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, so that was Zabak's turn. Yep. Back up to the top of the line. Esther! Alright, alright. Let's do this. Okay. Man, that did not go as well as I was hoping it would. I'm so sorry. Throw another magic missile at him. Right, this guy? Yeah. Ooh, that's not good. Ten points of damage is all. Ten? Mm -hmm. He didn't like that. Get wrecked. I don't know what the heck is making it rain out there, but it's on, it's off, it's on, it's on. It's rain, not a light switch. Will they, won't they, will they, won't they? It's not friends. <laughs> All right, so that was Esther. Now it's the Berserker's turn. So first things first. Who are the Ballista guys, right? Yes. See, and just like that, it stops again. Where'd my other deep? There it is. Okay. From Bolden. Oh, nice. 
Okay. So, <clears throat> between Mercer and Celine looking up at the two guys on the ballistas going, we're going to kill you. They both, well, the one guy can't use a ballista anymore because it's gone. But the other guy locks the ballista. You see them both pull out great axes. And they jump to right here. Cool, that's 20 foot of fallen damage. Well, they made their saving throw, so they took half. That's still... I rolled for it. They did take a little bit of damage. Hey, that's all that matters to me. So... Both attack Mercer and Celine. So they both become enraged, by the way. Um, the one on Mercer. Excuse me, that's a crit. Reaction barrier of ice. It's the shield. What's it do? Uh, you gotta remind me. Well, you just told me barrier of ice. You can tell me what it specifically it does. Well, let's go back and find out here real quick. That's up at the front, isn't it? Second page. Barrier of ice increases a bearer's AC by five against the next attack. Okay, cool. But it's still a crit. Yep, so just... Because, yeah. Right. So it functions like the shield spell, right? It gives you a plus five to your AC on that attack. Okay, well, first shot. Yeah. So, and just so you know, his crit, if you were to just take the roll plus his attack, would be a 25. Dang. So it would still beat the ice. But, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. And then the attack on Celine. Double 16s, so 21. All right, so the one on Mercer. It's 25 points of slashing damage from the crit. Okay. And on Celine. <laughs> Lord. It's a 1d12. Did five points. Nice. <laughs> now, because they both were enraged, you guys now have advantage on them. Oh, they did a reckless attack, okay. Yeah, reckless. That's what all I saw was uh yeah. They had advantage on their attack rolls for using reckless, so now you have advantage on your attack rolls. Now do those two have metal on them? Uh no, they're both wearing hide armor. Oh, weapon's still metal, though. Yeah. All right. So that was their turn. It's now Lockdown's turn. Um, this guy. Mm, dang it, those two are in a very bad position. Uh, yeah, it's going to have to be that guy, otherwise he's going to risk hurting everybody else. So, Dex's saving throw for him. 
made it. So he'll take half damage. It's eight times three. 24. So 23 points of damage. Rounded down to 22, cut in half is 11. Oh, thought I killed him. <laughs> Had it been this guy, they would have killed him even at half damage. 15, so 11 is 4. He really not looking good as he has hefty amounts of smoke just <clears throat> rolling off of him and all these charred black marks on him from where the lightning hit. Ow. And it is Mercer's turn. Come on, Mercer, finish him. Mercer looks at the one that just attacked. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see how it is. Puts his finger right to his chest, scorching ray. Yeah. Is that at disadvantage? Which would be at advantage. Well, it would be at straight roll. Oh, yeah, because you have advantage. Okay. So, that's going to be a 22 to hit. A uh, 21 to hit. Oh, I'm pretty sure that one's going to miss with an 11. Yeah, the 11 misses. The other two definitely hit, though. That's a decent roll. Yeah. 20 points of damage. You said 20 points? Yep. <laughs> He's not dead? He's not dead yet. Okay, so that was Mercer's turn. It is now Celine's turn. She's going to reach over to Mercer. Um, and she's going to expend... Um, oh, there she is. She's going to expend four charges and heal him. action heal herself for nine points turn, so now it is Zabak's turn. Alright. Time for another walloping. I'm gonna crack this window open just a little. Oh, you're fine. But at least it's on this side. For my first attack. Oh, you, you're fine now. It just The wind was blowing so hard that I was getting cold. If you want to open this other one up back up, it's alright. No, I shut that one. I'm just, I'm hot. Yeah, no, it, 
I'm totally fine with it. I just, I was starting to shiver. That's the only reason why I asked. If I actually have to, I can throw my jacket back on. Would you roll the hit? Sure, roll a 23 hit. That's a hit. Yes, it is. Well, I figure if I open that one, then you don't have to worry about it as much. Hmm, 10 points. On this guy? Mm hmm. He did. Yeah! Can I move and attack again? Because I do have a second attack. Yes. Yeah. Okay. She's going to wheel around. I'm going to take him out and put him in his place. That way you guys know who the bad guys are. She's going to wheel around and wall up that guy. Stuff's falling over. Oh, no. You can do this window. Oh. I don't care. And she's going to whiff. Nine. Yeah, that's a miss. All right. That's all. All right. Um, then it's this guy's turn. Uh, he ain't feeling too frisky, but he's not going down without a fight. So five, ten. Pulls a, uh, a mace out. Looks at Esther and says, Chose the wrong side, sister. No, man. As he makes two attacks against her. Surprise! I'm an only child. Couldn't you tell? A 17 <laughs> on the first hit. Oh, man. And a crit on the second hit. Crap. I'm gonna make him eat it. Make him eat it. Plus man, two. Alright, so for the first man. one... That's seven points of damage. Oh, no. Second one, max damage, so 14 points bludgeoning. All of that was bludgeoning. Seven and 14? Mm -hmm. One all together. Oh, no. Esther's like, oh, crap. Ugh. Back up to the top of the line. It's now Esther's turn. Disengage and run away. Disengage and <clears throat> run away. Run where? Uh, behind Locked On. Over to here? Yes. Excuse me, pardon me! 20. Actually, you're not behind Locked On because he's flying up near 20. Oh, right. Okay. Cover me, man! And I have nothing to heal with, so I'm going to have to wait until my next turn because I'm disengaged. That's it. Alright. <clears throat> uh... Berserker's turns. Blackton <sighs> can see how bad I'm doing, right? Oh yeah, it's just now they're all clustered together and he's in a really bad position because if he tries to do his lightning bolt attack, he knows he risks hitting at least one of his own team members. Well, Esther's the only one that's really taken a bad hit, so... Uh, Mercer just looks at, looks at him and goes, Get it! You I'm worried about. Who is he worried about? Celine. Oh. Celine looks fine. I okay. Well it's not it's not locked on certain. It's the Berserker's turn again. Um Yeah, that that uh that heal heals her all the way back up. Alright. They are going to recklessly attack cool. uh Mercer and Celine again. So first one's on Mercer. Yeah, whoa. Let's turn this back on so I can see. Uh, 
cutting words. So, give me a second here. All right. Bardic Inspiration at fifth level, it is. Very nice. At D8. His attack is reduced by six. Nice. So it makes it a 15, so it misses? Yep. Alright. And then on Celine. Which, hold on, because I don't know if that's. Pretty sure he missed Celine. Hold on, just in case. I want to make sure I can't do it again. Yep, reaction, so no, I cannot. What do you roll? He rolled a one and a two. Yeah, so... Seven. Uh, no, that's a miss. Alright. Um, just for my own peace of mind, I'm going to set this here in case that wind kicks up. That's I don't fine. want those blowing away. Perfectly fine. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Is this mine? Maybe. Don't know. Anyway. Alright, so that was their turn. Uh, Lockdown's turn, he goes... Alright! Um... Zabak, Selene, and all three of the Dragonborn all need to give me dexterity saving throws. You said Zabak, not Esther. Correct. Oh, come on, man. Ooh, Sweet little yes. I think I'm gonna make that. What did Zabak get? Uh, Zabak got... Let's do the math. Dexterity. That got a 22. Is that going to make it? Uh, that makes the save, so you only take half damage. Oh, so man. Okay. And then... Zerker failed. Ooh, I think the thugs both made it. Yeah, yeah thugs both made it. So the thugs take half damage, too. Oh, we have two berserkers. The two that are right by Selene. Oh, yeah. The so the Berserkers failed. The Thug uh, made it. Okay. All right. So that's going to be 13 points of lightning damage as all three bolts hit right here. That's fine. Okay. Um, uh, is that already halved? No. So this Thug go fall down, go boom. As he go bye-bye. What about him? Has he ever been in a, has he ever experienced a storm? Yeah, a few times. He's okay? He's okay? Yeah, he just huddles into a corner or something. Aww. Huddle or chill out? The last time there was a thunderstorm, he sat in the window and watched the rain outside. Okay, good. Okay. As long as there's no active flashes of lightning in the windows, which yeah. there's not going to be, he'll be fine. Um, Berserkers took half, so... I six think Berserkers failed. 
I thought Thug failed. Berserkers made it. Got it. So, he did. So, 24 minus 6 is... 18. Thank you. And 42... 36. Alright, how's Celine doing? She's... A little over half health. And how's the back doing? Fine. Back's fine. It's okay. Esther who's in trouble. Well, Esther's nowhere near any of this right now. Mm -hmm. And at this point, those two aren't going to try to get to her anyway because they're pretty much cut off. Um, well, that and these two are just antagonizing them. Mm -hmm. Mercer's turn. Uh, yeah, same thing. He's going to... Same basic type of thing. Scorch scorching, scorching Rayum. You might kill him this round. I know both of those hit. Well, Wolf to see if. Lowest roll is a 19. Nice. Those yeah, are that, those are all going to hit. Okay, so 2, 4, 6. Twenty-one points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. As he Mercer looks at me and goes, "Told you I'm gonna kill you." Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> he gave you a run for your money, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, then he looks over at the other guy. Your next big boy. Oh boy. And up. it is Celine's turn. Uh, she's going to uh. Cast the sword and it whispers on him. So he needs to make a wisdom saving throw, second level. Does the level make a difference from the DC? No. It's just number of dice I'm rolling. Six. Nope. And here's the fun thing. So, uh, did some checking from our last game. Mm hmm. Look at the official rulings. Disorder Whispers, when it fails their save and they have to run away and it has to use their movement, they provoke attacks of opportunity. Well, yeah, of course. They've just never been in a position where they're stuck like this when you've used it in the past. Yeah, so... <coughs> I'd be more surprised if it didn't provoke an attack of opportunity. Well, normally spells that cause you to... Involuntarily. Flee, they normally don't. But I went back and looked at the Sage of Ice. Sage of Ice says they do. Yeah, if it didn't provoke an attack of opportunity, that'd be a perfect spell to use on yourself to force yourself to get away from somebody. Uh, 11 points psychic damage and has to use its movement to get away. So as her reaction... 25. All right, he... Selene is going to punch him. Bolts into well, the water. she misses. The bat gets an attack of opportunity as well as he yeah. bolts into the water. And, and she whiffs. Starts to run away. How deep is the water? Uh, he is officially swimming. Cool. 
as he gets, where was he at, 5, 15, 20, well, he can only swim at half his movement, so 5, 10, he can get to right here before he has to start swimming, so that's as far as he gets. Um, that was Celine's turn? Yep. Well, now it's Zabak's turn. All right, let's try that again. Well, he's 20 feet away from you. Do I want to fight the water? No, I sure don't. Just harpoon him. Throw a javelin. Oh, yeah. I've got one of those. She'll just... Grab they are harpoons. Him. Yeah, she doesn't have the rope tied to it already, though, so... She'll take the loss. Well, when the Genasi sold them to you, they didn't have ropes tied to them anyway. I know. That's going to be an 18 hit for the first one. That's a hit. Okay. Oh, crap. This is just how I envision that she has the order in her hand. She just puts it into her offhand, quickly reaches back and just... <laughs> oh, almost max damage. Uh, 15 points. Dang. Knocked <laughs> him down play. to 10, po- 10 hit points. And for my second attack, please don't let me whiff. Edge or seven? I'm going to say 7. Uh, this 12 hit. Or no, I'm sorry, 14. 14 just barely hits. Yeah. Dang. 12 points. You kill him. Yes! You chuck that first one, he's like, Argh! He starts to try to swim with one bad arm, and you chuck the other one, and he just, and becomes a dead body floating in the water. Alright, somebody go get him. Mercer, Celine. And Zabak can all give me perception checks. Okay. Mercer is going to fail miserably. 16 for Selene and a 6 for Mercer. Selene sees it. As this guy starts to just float in the water, this comes up to the surface. What is it? Oh. The Dragon Skull Hermit Crab. No! Esther, oh wait, Acantha's not here, so Esther's not as triggered, but she heard the story. No, but Mercer and Celine, the second they see it, wisdom saving throws. Oh, because of the horror. Is it a magical effect? No. Okay, well Mercer makes it anyway. It's a psychological effect. Because of Huthorn. Uh Oh, PTSD. They're the only two who saw it happen. Oh man. I would argue Mercer doesn't care. It was um, a horrifying sight, regardless of whether or not you... Mercer have shoved bombs up people. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, so, still... So, I'm just saying... You from, roll a one, it's still going to affect I rolled you. a natural 20 for Mercer. Okay. What did Celine get? Uh, Celine got a 10. For the next round, or for the next minute, not minute, round. Round, yes. For the next round, Celine is frightened of this thing. As she remembers seeing Huthorn literally pulled to pieces by this thing's claws. That tracks. And the gruesome appearance afterwards. It'll be alright. It'll be alright. Mercer reaches into his bag. (laughs) Does the back see her Blanche? Hmm? Does the back see her Blanche? 
Yeah, she sees her the the tone of her. So depending on depending on how you're doing this, Mercer reaches into his bag. He grabs three sticks of dynamite. Catapult. Yeah. Okay. Grab my toolbox here real quick. Pull that book back out so I have the stats for it. Hey, James, what's this guy's name? Catapult. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, my God. Sounds like I just used the spell. <laughs> That's the only association he has. Yep. The, the, what makes me laugh at that is that the last time we brought it up, you looked at him and said, the number of times you've yeeted stuff and said, Catapult, you'd think you'd remember you'd the think. poor guy's name. You nope. would think, but no. But, so far... It may have been the fact that he's dead dead that I've killed him, so... Alright, what's the saving throw? Uh, he needs to make a DC saving throw of 16 dexterity. Dexterity, okay. That's a natural 20, so 19. Okay, dude. Okay, so... Jeez, I'm... What? Why is it on nights like this when I roll really good, I'm nowhere near a gas station to buy a lottery ticket? Right. So, I assume at this point, there's just the, it's the dynamite that's going to go off right by it instead. Hmm? The dynamite. You catapulted it, right? Yeah. And boom goes the dynamite. He, well, it made the saving throw, so doesn't it take half damage from the catapult? So, it can, so, the object flies in a straight line up to 90 feet in the direction you choose before falling ground, stopping if it impacts against a solid surface. Object would strike a creature, the creature must make the dexterity saving throw. On a failsafe, the object strikes the target and stops moving. In either case, both the object and the creature's solid surface takes 3d8 bludgeoning damage. So basically what happens is, I be it that I made the dexterity save, it just misses, but the dynamite still hits the water right next to it. Yeah, so the explosion will at least hurt it. Okay. Okay. So then... I thought it was one of those saving throw... If it, no, basically, basically it, can, it can basically choose to step out of the way. And it misses, but the impact is going to hit the water. Right. So um, then it needs to make another dexterity saving throw for my bundle of dynamite. That's going to be a four. Nope. Which is actually going to be a three because this guy's got a negative in his <sighs> Takes 27 points of fire damage. Alright. Let me back up here real quick. And then Mercer. I gave Mercer a free action to attack. That's fine. We're actually going to maintain this order of pro, uh, initiative. So as soon as those guys died, we're just going to go... Who was it that killed them? Uh, it was the back. So bomb of the totem pole. Okay. So as this guy's action, he popped up, and I let Mercer have his attack. Um, 
I'm going to be nice and say that's not your turn. Okay, that's fine. But it'll go back up to the top of the line and be Esther's turn. What's its initiative? It's going to come at the bottom. Okay. So so Everybody will be able to go before it. Okay. What is Esther doing? Esther is like, I've heard about you. Oh, but I'm very hurt. So I'm going to... How much did you do? 17? No. Uh, It was... Uh, it was 20... 23? No. I'm sorry, you said it and I was nowhere ready for it. 26. 26, okay. Alright, I just want to make sure I had that. What is Esther doing? Esther is going to hold her action, hoping that somebody's going to heal her. Firebolting. What? No. Just firebolting. Oh, yeah, it can't reach me. Never mind. You're going to have to move up to get line of sight, though. Okay, how close do I have to get? Not very far. Uh, right to here. All right, I'll just move right there. And Mercer has his attention at the point anyway, so. All right. Um, Plus, Lockdown's still going with the, the call lightning. He's only gone two rounds with it, so he's got eight rounds left. May I borrow 2d4? I shall give you Dragon Scale and Green. Mmm. All right. Big money, big money. I would re-roll Dragon Scale. And purple. Um, what did you cast? Magic Missile. Oh, okay. Ah, mm. good Dragon Scale. Good roll, though. That's gonna be 22 points of damage, my love. Oh. Are you recording? Yeah. Okay, good. I'll edit it out. Cool. That knocks down. 22 points. Buddy. It really did not like that. And now she's gonna back up to get. Okay, well, you moved 5, 10, 15 feet to get up to here. She's gonna move right back. Then. Yeah, I'm gonna move right back. Okay. Right back to. Yeah, right there. Right into the doorway. Uh-huh. Alright, so that was Esther's turn. Yep. Um, Batty's not there. It's Lockdown's turn. So it needs to make dexterity saving throw, which it fails. I rolled a one on one of those. Wow. I could roll a max of 30 just casting it at its level. And I rolled less than half. <laughs> well, yeah. It happens. Hopefully that sum isn't party members. Alright. So that's his turn. It is now Mercer's turn. Uh, He's going to reach into his bag, grab out a alchemical explosion. Catapult. Which alchemical explosion is it? It's it's the one that on impact it, it just blows up. So it's... I thought you had different kinds though. I do. 
I have the dynamite, I have the alchemical explosion, and I have a frag grenade. Okay. So, you can make another dexterity saving throw for the initial damage. That's gonna be a three. Nope. Nope, sir. Nope. Twenty nine points of damage. Holy crap. One hit point syndrome. Twelve, nineteen, twenty. Yep. Celine! Come on, Celine. She's no longer feared? Nope. Um Spell list is more. Just you know, good old, good old uh, firebolt. Yeah. With a seventeen to hit. Mm-hmm. That's a miss. What? These things are hardy to hit. She's like, well, uh, you know what? <sighs> you all got this one. Skedaddle's back. How far back does she go? She's gonna go, uh. She'll go right next to Locke. Oh, kind of where he's at because he's flying up in the air? Yep. Because it looks like you have him kind of in the middle of two squares. No, he's in one square. It's okay. just, it's how the angle of the paper being folded is. And those lines are very hard to see. Yes. Even for me because they match up with the, uh, the brick floor. All right, so that was uh, Celine's turn. It is the back's turn. All right. Um... <clears throat> Mercer just looks at you and goes, "Might as well just come up here, and as soon as it gets in range, just." Ah! I got one harpoon left. Nice go. He's no. I want his stuff. <sighs> all right, all right, all right. The back will hold her action. Well, you gotta move up, oh. so that way, like, as soon as it gets in range, you're... yeah. Ah! Yep. She moves up. Ready to attack. To right here? Yep. And you hold an attack action for when he moves up? Yep, within range. Alright. So he comes up. Of course he does. Because he should have, it should have, it, it's, Mercer, it should be focused on Mercer at this point. He's, yeah. done, he's done a crap ton of damage to it. Take your attack action and pray that you hit. Well, she's attacking recklessly now. Pray that you hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a hit. I think I do hit with a 23. It's dead. Yes, it is. Just... And you see it's just plop right down. <laughs> Go to Like a mud crab in Skyrim, it just... Little peach, little peach. Mercer grabs one horn. So back, you need to grab the other horn. All right. We're pulling this thing up. Heave! Uh, yeah, that's going to be strength rolls. How, how heavy is it? Um, easily strong. 200 pounds. Then between, between the two of us, we can pull it up. Okay. Because it's, it's just a simple pull. 
right. Well, I was going to have you do something else, but okay, so you yank the whole thing up onto the pier. And then Mercy. Lock, you hear lock from way up in the air. Are we done? Yep. Spell goes away and he finally lands. He's like, Hey. I was really hoping to not have to use that. Oh, Selena, help. <laughs> Esther is very hurt. Let's see, she has three first level spells left. And then. Bubble. Or should we take this opportunity to rest? We're gonna we're gonna have to. Alright, so there's three out of the four of the the attackers still there, right? Because one of them floated off in the water. Yep. Okay. So first things first, Mercy's gonna rummage around this crab and see what there is to take from it. Can we get the skull? Uh you can give me I'm not gonna do one. We can do that. You get four chances at survival. To salvage any sort of meat from it. Yum. Um, if it's anything off of the skull part of the dragon itself, or the skull itself, yeah, you can take it. Okay. So, Celine's gonna give him Bardic Inspiration. Okay. Uh, Sixteen. Okay. Yeah, that's a success. Bark inspiration. That's going to be a 21. That's a success. Bark inspiration. That's going to be a 15. That's just barely a success. Bark inspiration. Uh, 13 on the last one. That's a fail. Okay. So you harvest enough dragon meat to feed yes. upwards of four people for three days. Dang, it's a big hermit crab. Okay. Um, what on the dragon skull seems like most valuable? Like I can get, I could probably get fangs and the horns easily enough. Not really. No. <laughs> This thing has been sitting in salt water for you who knows how long. So it's got everything from algae to seaweed to mussels and barnacles barnacles stuck to it. Um, You you ever seen somebody whose teeth look that bad? Like Uh. it looks like they're about to snap and break out. Okay. That's how bad this guy's dragon skull shell looks. So it's it's warm. Yeah. So there's nothing on the shell worthwhile. Not really. Okay. Other than you being able to say, look, I killed a dragon skull hermit crab. Here's its horn. I take its horn then. (laughs) Um, (coughs) And Mercer looks at the rest of them and says, you check the bodies. While Mercer and while Mercer's doing that, Lockdown searches the three bodies and he goes, well. What's up? We got some good news here. Okay. In the first, the first set of hand, he just drops this big, nice little size pile, like a size enough to fill a small cantaloupe size of just adornments and jewelry. And he's like, uh, 
Looks like about 300 gold worth. And then, and he just with two big hands bear hugs as you see 11 different dragon forged armaments. Okay. That I will find out here in a sec as to well, what they are. Before we even get to that, so, like I said, he does that through the crab, and mm-hmm. then next thing he does is he goes directly up to the ballista. Okay. He unbolts the dang thing, and, and how heavy is it? Those ones, uh... I mean, those... Lockdown was able to lift it. He was able to lift a broken one. Correct. The broken one was missing more than half of the stuff to make it a functional one. So, I mean, he had, like, the bare-bones skeleton of it. Okay. A functional one, I think, was supposed to be, like... Uh, let me see here. It does not say, so... We're going to say it weighs about 280 pounds. Okay. So, um, he hollers at Zebek. Right. Who's right next to him? No, because I'm up there with the ballista now. Oh, you came up here. That's right. Technically the other one because I blew that one up. But don't worry, I'm getting that one too. Um, <laughs> he hollers at Zebek and has that, has her put that in her bag. Right. So she's she's encroaching about 500 pounds in her bag now. You guys are just going crazy on this, aren't you? There, there's no we. It's Mercer. <laughs> and then Mercer goes over. Well, but they're enabling him by letting him do it. True. Yes. Um, he then grabs all the. Are there how many uh, actual? Shafts are there still are remaining to shoot? To shoot? Yeah. <sighs> Write these numbers down and then add them together for me. So five, nine, seven, and four. Add those all together. That's how many are left altogether. Okay. Um, so he shoves all that in her bag. Okay. And then he goes and runs down to the other one and then runs up to the other one. And he tries to rummage any parts that seem to be usable. Because he blew the heck out of it. Blew it up? Yeah. With, with the explosive. So he wants what's, what's, uh, he wants to see if he can collect anything. Okay. Um... He finds a second, uh, perfectly intact trigger mechanism. The string somehow, the string that allows the ballista to fire, the mm-hmm. rope part, somehow survived. And um, uh, the the gear crank used to reload somehow survived. Okay, cool. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.